Welcome to the Australian Digital Health Agency podcast, supporting health professionals to realise a healthier future for Australians through connected healthcare. Welcome to the Australian Digital Health Agency podcast, supporting health professionals to realise a healthier future for all Australians through connected healthcare. I'm Dr. Andrew Rochford, and I will be your host for today's podcast. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are broadcasting from and in which you are listening. I wish to acknowledge their continuing connection to land, sea and community, and I pay my respects to them and to Elders past, present and emerging, and extend the respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples joining us today. On the panel with me today, we have consultant pharmacist Carolyn Huxhagen, a Mackay-based accredited consultant pharmacist, and Jade Kennedy Deschamps, Senior Compliance Officer for the agency's Compliance Outreach Team. Today, we're going to be talking about the My Health Record use by consultant pharmacists. Welcome, Carolyn and Jade. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks. To kick things off, Carolyn, I'll start with you. As someone who frequently uses My Health Record, can you please describe to us how and when you use it and why you find it beneficial? Thank you, Andrew. So I use My Health Record in the, my pharmacy business, but then in my consulting business, I use it when I'm uh, for a home medicine review or an aged care review. You often are the detective to try and find why a medicine was stopped or started, what happened that changed a medicine. So my health record gives me access to areas such as uh, dispensing history and also to discharge summaries, which are a wealth of knowledge. And I find if I'm really trying to find out, you know, why did something change for a patient that reading the most recent um, going back discharge summaries gives me a wealth of knowledge of their journey through their health. And, and I do use them for those tricky patients that you're trying to unravel. Because you, you often ask a patient, you know, when did you start that medicine and why was it changed from this previous medicine? And they go, oh, I don't know. They just did it in hospital. And so sometimes you're the, the medicine detective. That's actually a really good way of putting it because I think for a long time we've relied on you know, handwritten bits of notes and people's and patients' memories. But, you know, now we have an opportunity to have all those documents in one place. I mean, you know, in summary, what are those documents and and what are the ones you find the most valuable to you when it comes to being the, the pharmacy detective? So my top of my list would definitely be discharge summaries. They give you a wealth of knowledge because they record the medical diagnosis. They record when changes happen and you get the blood work up from the hospital in the discharge summary often. So then the next one would be if there's pathology reports available and then comparing the prescribing uh, list out of the PBS file to what's been dispensed to have a look at compliance. And often, and, and it's probably not as often as it needs to be, but sometimes you'll meet that perfect patient where they really have embraced my health record. I had a, a lovely gentleman that I knew well, and he had had a heart attack while mowing his front lawn. And he, he was totally devastated by the fact that he'd been so hardy, healthy, and suddenly he wasn't. And he really took his health seriously. And when I went to see him to do his home medicine review, he said, look, I can do this and I can log in here. I can log into the pathology. And yeah, for a person who worked in a steam laundry, as a, an engineer mechanic person, 
he just embraced it and it just helped me to understand what had happened to him because he had a very severe heart attack so he'd gone to a tertiary hospital and um, he'd gone a long journey so it was very helpful information. It's such a great example of how empowering it can be as well for the patient gives them that opportunity to really take control and clearly that's a value to their health journey not only in the present but also into the future. It is and I you know in the beginning when my health record started we had to get over the barrier of you know what is this going to do is this invading my privacy what's going to happen who will look at my records and and I think, you know, he was the epitome for me of a good news story that I can use to patients and say, well, this helped me to work out, you know, what we needed to tweak in his medicines, you know, what was going wrong, what, what we could change. It was really supportive to him to have a better health outcome. And, you know, there's, there was a lot of negativity in the beginning of my health record, but the good news stories need to be told to show patients just how valuable it is to um, keep their record healthy. It has to be as healthy as they are. Yeah, absolutely. Now we know that community pharmacists can access my health record through the dispensing software in their workplace. But what about consultant pharmacists who work independently and operate as a separate business? How can they access the system? So you go through the, the national provider portal. It's very easy once you set it up that you can just lo you can log in and access across to my health record, and you've you've know, got access to whatever is being uploaded for that patient. Yeah, you know, whether it's discharge or pathology or but setting it up takes a little bit of tweaking. Um, you know, to get your your proto account all set up and and then get up there and but once you've got it all in place it's extremely easy you just log on through Proda put in your your username and password and and then choose you know um, choose your login details and go across to my health record it's once once you've got over the nitty-gritty of actually putting all the data to get you your account it's extremely easy and I was very very lucky because my primary health network, um, PHN, had a really um, robust person that was an IT guru and he, he really helped me to do that and that's what PHN's role is. Do you have any advice or, or encouragement for anyone interested in setting up access to my health record? I do and um, I look after a consultant pharmacist group which, you know, like it or hate it, it's on Facebook and that's the best way to reach everybody these days. We we really encourage all of the consultant pharmacists to set up their Proto account and to to use My Health Record because they have a twofold role. They use it um, in doing a much better job as a medication review person, but they also can also show a patient the benefit of why a My Health Record helps them to keep a close eye on their health or to help them. You. Know, I've had instances where I've had to help patients who um, have come from afar and you know they don't they no longer live in like Adelaide or, or somewhere way way away and but I can still access their records and help them to unravel what's going on um, without you know a great deal of, of effort I can be quite supportive to them and they're, they're quite blown away that you know they can be in Mackay um, having a medication review and I can see what happened to them when they're in Perth and what happened in Adelaide. Um, Mackay's the, the um, caravan land of grey nomads. 
So I actually see a lot of people whose health journey takes them all around Australia. And I've used my health record to really go, okay, well, this happened when you're in Broome, you, you were admitted to hospital and this happened, I can see that. And now, you know, we need to tweak your, your blood pressure medications because it's not quite right in, well, now that you're living in the tropics and you're getting a lot more, say, things like swollen ankles. We, it's, a, it's a tool with a lot of power if you know how to use it properly. Well said. Um, to you now, Jade, as a senior compliance officer at the agency, what do you recommend pharmacists do before they start using My Health Record? Yeah, look, there's a couple of things that pharmacists should do. And the first is to establish what's called a My Health Record security and access policy for themselves. And so this requirement comes from the legislation that actually underpins the My Health Record system, and the key pieces being the My Health Records Act 2012 and the My Health Records Rule 2016. Um, and under this legislation, basically any healthcare provider organisation that wants to register with My Health Record needs to develop one of these policies before they actually register with the system. And so the policy needs to cover a, a number of prescribed topics, and these are set out in Rule 42 of those My Health Reco Records Rule that I just referred to. As I mentioned, this is a requirement to be able to actually participate in the system. And so when a healthcare provider organisation uh, wants to go on and actually register, it will be required to attest at that time that it has the policy in place. So it is really important that, that they do that before trying to register. Um, one thing I do want to point out is that for community pharmacists that work for a pharmacy that's registered with the My Health Record system, the pharmacy will already have its own security and access policy in place, uh, and it should have communicated that policy to all of its staff. But for consultant pharmacists that access the My Health Record system via the National Provider Portal as their own organisation, they'll also need to implement their own policy. So that might sound um, perhaps a little bit complicated, but rest assured there are a range of materials out there to help pharmacists develop a policy for themselves, including a new policy template that's just been developed by the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner in collaboration with the Australian Digital Health Agency. Um, as well as an e-learning module that actually sort of acts as a step-by-step -step practical guide for establishing a policy. And both of these can be accessed on the agency's website. In addition to establishing a security and access policy, um, pharmacists should also make sure that they've completed My Health Record training before they use the system for the first time. So similar to the security and access policy requirement, this does also come from the legislation. Um, and it's applicable to all healthcare provider organisations that participate in the My Health Record system. Again, uh, the training needs to cover certain things, including how to use the system accurately and responsibly, um, the legal obligations for users of the system, and the consequences for breaching those obligations. The agency also has a lot of resources to help with this, um, including a number of e-learning modules uh, that cover each of those elements that I just mentioned. And these can be accessed on the agency's digital health training website. And what are some of those key things pharmacists should consider when accessing the My Health Record to ensure they are complying with those legislative requirements? So there are a few different things that pharmacists need to do. Um, the first, which is really important, is making sure that they're only accessing an individual's My Health Record for the purpose of providing that person with health care. Um, also, any access needs to be in accordance with access controls that might have been set up by the individual, because in some cases uh, a patient might have limited access to their entire record or to particular documents within their record. 
This brings me to the next thing that pharmacists need to consider, which is that while it's possible to override these access controls using what we call the emergency access or break glass function, this can only be done in very limited actual or potential emergency situations. And so it's really important that pharmacists have a good understanding of what these limited circumstances are so that they can ensure that they're using that emergency access function correctly. And again, there's lots of guidance material on this on our website. The second thing that pharmacists should consider is that there are a number of ongoing obligations that apply once you have registered to participate in, in the system. And again, similar to uh, what I mentioned about the emergency access function, it's really important that pharmacists are aware of and have a good understanding of these obligations so that they can be sure that they're complying with them. Some of the key ones, just to, to point out a few, include making sure that their security and access policy is kept up to date and is reviewed at least annually, making sure that they comply with any request for information or assistance uh, made by the agency as system operator uh, within the required timeframe, and ensuring that they notify both the agency and the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner as soon as practicable after becoming aware of any potential or actual data breach relating to the My Health Record system. And finally, I just want to mention that it's also a really good idea for pharmacists to keep a record of any access that they make to My Health Record via the National Provider Portal. And this is important because, as I just mentioned, the agency as system operator for the My Health Record system is able to request information from healthcare providers. For example, uh, a request might be made uh, regarding details of access made to an individual's My Health record. And so keeping records of any access uh, made to the system through the NPP will assist in being able to respond to that request if necessary. Jade, with regards to security and, and access policies, I think it's important for everyone listening to know that your team has recently reviewed the policies implemented by a number of pharmacies around Australia. Are there any key areas you've identified in relation to those policies that pharmacists can note and implement to meet the requirements? Yeah, so I think the most important thing, as I've, as I've already mentioned, is really just making sure that, um, that you have established a security and access policy, um, that it covers all of the matters that are required by the legislation, and also that it's been appropriately tailored to the pharmacist's individual circumstances. And so when developing their security and access policy, even if a template's being used, it's really important that pharmacists refer to the legislation to make sure that they've covered all of those required topics. And then once the policy's been established, pharmacists need to make sure that they have a process in place for reviewing it at least annually uh, in order to make sure that it stays up to date. Marilyn, is there anything final that you'd like to add um, about using My Health Record? Thanks, Andrew. Uh, as Jade has pointed out, it is really important that um, for a consultant uh, perspective that, yes, you do have your security and access policy in place. Pharmacists know this as it's part of our ritual of everything that we do every day. Dispensing in a pharmacy privacy is a really important part of our work. So you just have to extend it and make sure that you have it well documented. But uh, the templates are very much there. Uh, the material, the learning material is, is amazing. It's just a matter of making sure that you carry on what would be business as normal from a community pharmacy perspective to being a consultant. And Jade, any final thoughts from you? Just to, as I've already mentioned, there are a lot of resources available on the agency's website. So I can't encourage enough 
that people should should go on and have a look at what's there. As I mentioned, the, the template, the e-learnings, um, the emergency access guidance, things like that. Jump on the website, have a look, and that'll go a long way to helping you making sure that you're complying with um, with all of the requirements that I've mentioned. Well, thank you, Carolyn, and thank you, Jade, so much for joining me and giving us your thoughts on how much of a benefit my health record can be uh, in the world of pharmacy. And thank you to you for listening. We hope you can join us next time. <laughs>